Hey guys, it's Jackson, and welcome back to another episode of Reality Talk, the podcast. So this week, things are getting super juicy because I am interviewing one of the Real Housewives of Orange County, Elizabeth Lynn Vargas, and I'm super, super excited because um, I absolutely love Elizabeth, <laughs> um, if you guys don't know, but to give a little backstory on Elizabeth, if you aren't familiar with the show or aren't familiar with her. So, The Real Housewives of Orange County is a reality show on Bravo. Obviously, The Real Housewives franchise as a whole is huge. But in Orange County, it is the franchise that started it all um, back in 2006. <clears throat> and it follows a group of women um, a group of friends living in Orange County. And um, they just aired, finished airing their 15th season a few months ago. Uh, well, probably a little more than a few months now. But they just finished airing their 15th season, which was huge. However, COVID kind of got in the way of their filming process. So it was a shorter season than what they would normally do. Um, a lot of things were different. They couldn't go on cast trips like they wanted to and all of that well elizabeth she joined the cast for their 15th season and because of that and because things were so different compared to how a normal season would go <clears throat> her she kind of got the short end of the stick unfortunately because people really didn't get to see her storyline fully play out and you know she really didn't get to do a lot of the stuff that housewives uh, normally get to do throughout the season, um, which, which really sucks for her. Um, unfortunately, she, just a few weeks ago, actually, she was let go, and she is not returning um, for the show's 16th season, which is filming very soon, um, which really sucks because... I just want to say this. Elizabeth is so funny, so positive. She's very quirky, and there are just certain things about her that I just love. And I think a lot of people enjoyed those parts of her, but we really didn't get to see her full life. <clears throat> um, on the show, Elizabeth came on. She, at the time when they were filming and for a while, she was going through a major divorce that was in the public eye. And um, it was very nasty. It, there was a lot going on with the divorce. And so when she joined the show, she could only talk about certain aspects of it. And she would get in trouble and then couldn't say anymore. Like, it was just a lot going on. But she tried to talk about it as much as she could. Um, but it was confusing. <clears throat> and then with COVID, things, you know, the production got shut down. So her story kind of got jumbled. And a lot of people were confused honestly, with what what was really going on because there were inconsistencies and stuff like that. Um, and it, it's really hard to fully understand all of that when we only get to see a few minutes here and there of her story and, you know, all of that. So, <clears throat> but she did make a pretty, she did get along with most of the ladies, um, even though they were confused about her life story um, they gave her a chance, and I think they really liked her. She also talked about on the show 
Um, she had some childhood trauma. She was in a cult as a very young child and, you know, suffered abuse and things like that. So it was very dark, unfortunately, the, the, this past season. Um, but we really did get to see a little bit of her life and her struggles in life and all of that. But <clears throat> I wish, and I know she personally wishes that she could have had another season to kind of show a different side of her because we kind of just saw divorce and, you know, something traumatic from her childhood. And we saw the fun side a little bit, but not enough. It, it wasn't a full thing. So um, I, you know, was so eager. I've been wanting to interview Elizabeth since I saw her on the show, because I think she has a lot to talk about. She has a lot going on in her life besides what we see on the show. So she has her own vodka line, Vargas Vodka. And she also has We Care Rescue Ranch, which she will talk about more in this interview. So you guys can check that out. And I will have all of her social media and information in the episode description. So you guys can click on that and learn more about all of the amazing things that she does. So um, honestly, I'm super excited for you guys to hear from Elizabeth herself. Um, she has a lot to say, I think. You know, she really hasn't got to say everything that she's wanted to say, you know, since she was on the show. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, but but without further ado, here is my interview with Elizabeth Lynn Vargas from the Real Housewives of Orange County. I hope you guys enjoy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm so excited to talk to you. Like, I've been... I've been um, anxiously waiting. <laughs> no, well, thank you. I apologize. With my my contractual obligations with the PR team over at Bravo, it was almost <clears throat> impossible to meet with anybody but who they wanted me to meet with. So, right, right. No, no, I completely understand. I'm glad. Um, I I'm glad you were um, following what they uh, wanted you to do. So I completely get that. But I'm glad you can. Um, kind of talk about things more openly now, which is always a good thing. Yes, I don't have a gag order anymore regarding the show, and um, I'm—I mean, I still have somewhat of a gag order uh, in general with life, but for the most part, if I would have been able to pick up a second season, um, they would have seen uh, the real uh, Elizabeth standing up. But that's okay. That's okay. Hey, you never know what could happen in the future. Things, you know, uh, the door isn't always completely closed, so you never know. <laughs> True. I'm always optimistic. You know my, my you know my my uh, my story. <laughs> right, right. Now, <clears throat> so to start off with, I have been so curious, but I want to start at the very beginning. So. How did you end up becoming a Real Housewife of Orange County? Well, that's an odd um, story because I knew Kelly Dodd from my neighbor, Rob. He's the infamous uh, neighbor, Rob. Uh, He lives with me on the beach or right next to me. And she would go over there and they'd have barbecues. I got to know her. um, And then after a while, uh, posting with her on my Instagram, uh, Too Short, he's a rapper here in Southern California. Actually, he's in, in, in California in general. Um, he had, uh, his manager knew there was an opening at the housewives. Um, so he told me to dress in my finest, do my hair and makeup, uh, bring my Bentley and meet him in Burbank. (laughs) (laughs) 
So I, uh, I talked to him. Uh, so I, I ended up driving up there and I thought the show was Desperate Housewives, but it, you know, that one show that used to be out. Um, yes. So I was mistaken. <laughs> I did not know it was Orange County Housewives, which is completely different. <laughs> yes. Um, I, so I met the producers. They were super sweet. I, they, you know, I said, I knew Kelly. We get along really well. And, um, you know, it rest is history. I kind of, I, I went home, watched it. I was hesitant because, you know, I was building a brand and trying to build my We Care Rescue Ranch up and trying to finish my life after divorce so that I could transition properly and get divorced. So it was a little, I was a little bit hesitant because my divorce was so intense. Um, but then I said yes. And then there we, we were off to the races um, and then COVID hit. It was awesome. <laughs> right, right. And that kind of ruined your momentum with this show and your story and all of that so that that's just a crazy thing that happened that most people don't have to deal with when they're filming but you unfortunately did yes I was the first housewife to film in their garage with no producer completely by Skype with no air on no hair and no makeup and boob sweat it was awesome Well, no, your confessional look. I felt looks, like such a star, let me tell you. <laughs> I'm sure. But your confessional looks, they were really good, especially Thank with everything you. going on. You had to do it over Skype, and it, they looked, they came out looking really good. So I'm glad that the show was able to be put together in the end after all of that craziness. Yeah, they were very professional. They would set it all up in my garage and then literally go sit in a van outside my garage and talk to me via the van. Oh, my God. Because they couldn't be in the same room as me because of COVID. So it was that my hair and makeup, my makeup lady wasn't allowed to be there. So she would secretly come over and do my hair and makeup, but then she would have to not be seen because she's not technically supposed to be there because of COVID. So it was quite an interesting uh, (laughs) uh, season for me, put it that way. (laughs) <laughs> right, right, definitely. Um, now, before, I mean, I know you said you watched a few episodes of the show when you found out what it was. So before that, you didn't watch the show at all? No, I have never, ever seen the show. Not once. Nope. Oh. So when you knew of Kelly, did you know she was on TV or you just knew her as Kelly? Like you didn't think anything different of her? I knew her as Kelly, and then someone told me, you know, that's a housewife. And my first reaction was, aren't they all in Orange County? (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's like, well, duh. (laughs) Um, I just thought, well, you know, there's a lot of housewives. And then, you know, we were all, you know, having a barbecue. And then she, you know, I I understood it was the show. And I'd heard about it, obviously, just never watched it. And then even after I met her, I still never watched it. So I just knew her as Kelly. And you know, at that time, there wasn't a COVID problem. And she, you know, the outspokenness of COVID, she was a different person than she was during the season of COVID. So it was an interesting, uh, interesting experience working with all the ladies during COVID. Right, right. It was definitely unique. But, you know, I think the thing that, and I know a lot of people get mad at Kelly because she's so outspoken, but I, I, I like her how outspoken she is because she really doesn't care what people think and you know she does you know says what she has to say and I like that she's very real and so I've loved her ever since she was on uh came on a few seasons back well everybody has their opinion um they're like mm-hmm. apples and Kelly has one too <laughs> like everybody else mm-hmm. 
it's okay. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, now, when I know you said you watched like a few very small episodes when you got when you were trying to figure out what the show was and stuff. What when you were watching it? What were you thinking? Like what was going through your head? Because the show in general, I mean, it's been on for so long, but it it definitely can be crazy. So I'm sure if you hadn't seen it and you're just watching, you know, little bits and pieces to see about possibly being on the show, I'm sure it was very overwhelming. <laughs> well, okay. So what they I found out was the way that they produced the show, the first show of every season is a recap. And it kind of gives you like a spin of what's going to happen or what did happen. So I just watched the first show of a few seasons. And okay. the one I watched was they had a Vicky in Spanx doing shots of tequila under a bar at her age. <laughs> wow. And I was like, hell no. <laughs> right. So it was a little bit of a, oh my gosh, what am I going to get into? But then once I understood the format of the show and saw that the ladies had careers and they were super cool, I got really excited. So of course I'm going to say yes. It's like winning the lottery. Yes, yes. Oh, well, that's good. I'm glad that it didn't scare you away. So that's good. Um, it almost did, but then I realized, hey, I can hang with these bitches. Don't worry. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> okay. So I want to know your first impressions of each of the ladies. And I'll start with Kelly because you knew her prior. So what was your first impression of Kelly? Kelly and I did not get along. Really? <laughs> when I first met her, I was, they were at Rob's house and they came over to my house and one of the girls wanted to look at my closet. So we go upstairs and apparently I wasn't as nice to her as she thought I should be. So mm. we always laugh about it. I guess I was just kind of like, I didn't really care that she was on the show. I wasn't like starstruck or anything. And so I don't think she expects that from people now that I know her, but I think maybe I, I could have been rude. I, I don't really know. But she said that I was not nice at all to her when I first met her. <laughs> and I don't remember that, but apparently we didn't. Then she said she didn't really like me, but then now we get along. So <laughs> Right. I, I think it's just two type A personalities. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Okay. What about Bronwyn? Oh, I loved Bronwyn at first. Um she, to me, was a diamond in the rough that just needed a little shining. Uh, but then I guess someone overshined her. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, she, uh, you know, I tried to be, get to know her and, you know, I understood her pain. And then when she came out as an alcoholic, I understood that. Then when she came out as a uh, lesbian slash bisexual, you know, I completely understood that, too, you know, and then to find out she backstabbed me with my ex-husband behind my back. I kind of I lost complete interest in being her friend. So, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah. Now, what about Shannon? Oh, I love Shannon from the beginning. That's good. <laughs> <just> weird. <laughs> When I first met Shannon, she tried to like throw me under the bus by, she said, I said something about richest bitch in Orange County. And I know I would never say that. So I kind of researched her, you know, her, her personality and understood that she kind of says things about people that, or that 
that she tries to put words in people's mouths that they didn't say to kind of start stuff. So I'm like, oh, right. I'm so proud that she actually picked something to say about me. <laughs> wow. So, okay. I, yeah, because, you know, I admire she's an OG. So is uh, I wanted to work with Vicky and Tamara. I was really bummed I get, didn't get to work with them. And and I and I think that if I would have been put on the show with a different cast that wasn't so dark, that was a lot lighter and more fun and drunk and traveling, it would have been a much different show. Right, right. And like you said, I mean, unfortunately, you had one of the roughest seasons because of COVID. Like, you guys couldn't travel really anywhere. You had to, you know, and like, it got shut We didn't down. get to know each other. We couldn't even meet at our houses. Nothing. Zero. Right. So, unfortunately, no. you kind of got, you really got the short end of the stick, unfortunately, with seasons because... You could say shafted, darling. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I've been saying I got shafted since they fired me. <laughs> yeah, but it's okay. I'm working through it. <laughs> right. I know. I know you are. Um, let's see. Now, what about Emily? And I didn't know. I was just watching the reunion, actually, because I hadn't seen it since it aired, really. But um, they said at the reunion, they said you knew Emily prior to joining the show. So what, what was your first impression of Emily? How did you know her? Well, so I kind of already met all the ladies. We were all out one night and then I ended up going with Kelly to her house and the Shannon was there. Emily was there. I be, there was a bunch of the ladies there. Oh wait, maybe Emily wasn't there. Well, a bunch of the ladies were there and everyone was talking about divorce and I hit it off with all of them. So I didn't really know them. They didn't know okay, me. Okay. I just ran into them at this party. And then oh, okay. from there, they, I was invited by Bronwyn to go out. So I went out to some bar with Bronwyn um, and Kelly and everybody. And then um, Bronwyn kind of latched on to me. Um, and then from there, Bronwyn invited me to her birthday. And that's where I met Emily and Shane. Okay. And she had some like kind of a birthday party thing going on. And then um, we all hit it off. And then um, I had already, um, been cast for the gig when I went to that party, but I'd already known I was going to be on the show. So it was kind of a, I was supposed to be quiet and not tell anybody when I was at that party. So okay. I know how, I know how the gig works when they fire you last minute. Now I understand. <laughs> really? Okay. Okay. That, yes, that makes sense. Okay. Um. Now what about Gina? Oh, <laughs> Gina, 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 Gina. Um, Gina is a funny character. She, I thought her accent was fake at first. And so I wasn't, <laughs> I thought she was just kind of being, you know, some people like to come to Orange County and it's a bubble and, you know, pretend to have an accent, but she, <laughs> turns out she, and I asked her, is that real? Cause I'm, I'm kind of an honest person that way. And I'm like, come right. on. And she's like, yes. <laughs> and then she's like, this is where I'm from. And we ended up hitting it off really well. So Gina, I get along with. She's actually it turned out she and Emily and uh, I mean, most of them I ended up being friends with and we still talk today. So it works out. I'm, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I think you. Yeah, you really did. I think um, they all, especially at the end of the season, they kind of uh, ended up, you know, supporting you, which I think was nice. Um, now, <laughs> were you hesitant at all to go on to national TV and talk about your divorce and your life with your ex-husband? A hundred million percent. Um, 
I wasn't nervous to talk about him because I thought it would be fun to get back at him and join the housewives. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so it was kind of a strategy of divorce as kind of a joke, like, ha screw you. I'm going on a, you know, national show with millions of viewers and I'm going to exploit our lives. Um, and not the whole part of it, but just kind of like, you know, he thought he was going to bury me and he told me, you know, the grass isn't greener on the other side. And I pretty much showed him that it was. So I thought, right. oh, the show's going to be fun. And it, and it actually, I succeeded that way. And the show is fun. I launched my vodka and I'm moving forward and I'm very happy. It just sometimes life has a few bumps in the road. So. Right, right. Um, now, what did your ex, when he found out that you were doing the show, what did he think or what did he say? No, he said congratulations, and he wasn't excited because obviously we were going through a two. It cost me two million and him a million and something for the divorce, so it was a very, very high-profile divorce in my opinion. Maybe not for Orange County, but for my county. And mm-hmm. you know, he didn't. You know, we were supposed to get divorced. Um, you know, we were going to trial right when I got hired, so my stress mm. level was through the roof like literally going to trial. And I had to write a half a million dollar check to my law firm where they said they were going to fire me and not take me to trial. So Mm. right when I got hired and I was going to Palm Springs, my ex is like, you got to get off the show. And I'm just like, I got to go to trial. I've got a show. This is really uh, bad timing, but I'm going to make it, make the best of it. Um, And then, you know, he obviously, the whole gag order strategy was great because we weren't, we didn't have to talk about everything. You know, I didn't have to go into details. Of course, it would have been nice to exploit everything, but in the end, I think it worked out for the best. Right, right. Um, now, what did your boyfriend, Jimmy, what did he think of you doing this show? And how did he feel about you opening about your life with him? Oh, um... Jimmy and I are no longer together. That should sum it up right now. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. I think between COVID and the show and the whole sex life thing, um, he's a very, he's, you know, social introvert and um, Mm -hmm. computer, very, very smart. And I just, it wasn't for him and I don't blame him. So I kind of just let him go and he's now gone and he, he's trying to get happy. And so am I. So. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Wow. So lost my dog, lost my show, and lost my my uh, my boyfriend. It's like an old country song. Oh. <laughs> yes. Wait. What, did you say lost your dog? So I had adopted this dog during um, COVID. Mika. She was a little red oh. rescue husky that was homeless in Seattle. Uh-huh. Uh, my brother drove her down, and I rescued her, and I bought a house in the desert for the dogs and to kind of, you know, fix my life and and be a better person, you know, during COVID than right after COVID. And uh-huh. um, after Jimmy, you know, he said he loved her so much, he would just like to have her. So, obviously, I obliged that, and he took uh, Mika, and I have Coda. So, I did oh. lose my dog, but I rescued but. Yes. Okay. I thought you were talking about Coda and I was like, I, I was like, you, uh, you had such a special bond with him, but okay. Now I understand what you're saying. That makes sense. Well, at least you have Coda. I would never can... give up Coda, by the way. Yes. <laughs> he will fight me to the death. <laughs> yes. No, you, uh, you have a great bond with him. So I'm, I, uh, 
I was, I'm glad to hear that you guys are doing well. So, <laughs> um, now after production got started back up after everything got shut down due to COVID, um, the main point of the drama <laughs> was the ladies that they were talking about your story and how there were inconsistencies and confusion. Um, what was your reaction when the all, when the ladies started to question your story? I I completely understood why because we didn't have time to get to know each other, and mm -hmm. my story is very complicated and it's misunderstood mm -hmm. because none of them spent the time to actually ask me because they never had the time because we weren't spending time together. So. Right. When we filmed an arrowhead and everyone's like, Rowan's trying to eat me alive and say, he doesn't add up. You know, she's like yelling at me like I'm a liar. I understood. I thought it was extremely rude how Rowan reacted to my situation. She did not respond correctly. She reacted instead. And that was all for television. That's just so she can cause drama. Um, right. And I... I was disappointed because I didn't, you know, I've never been eaten alive by, I've been eaten alive by women, but not altogether everyone not knowing me because I understand why it didn't make sense. Of course it doesn't make sense. I have gag orders. I'm going to a massive trial. You know, I've got all this shit. And then there's COVID. Like, they, of course no one's going to understand me. And I completely understand. That's why I forgive all of them for being kind of, I guess, mean. <laughs> mean girls. Right, right. And I think, unfortunately, after, you know, they kind of, I think a lot of them, and I'm sure Bronwyn, like you said, I think she was really trying to create drama for the show, but I'm sure a lot of them, there wasn't a whole lot to, you know, after COVID, that, you know, you weren't around each other for months and, um, you know, you had to start up back up filming randomly and they kind of had to have some kind of storyline to finish the season otherwise there there really wasn't going to be a season so I'm sure I think unfortunately your story and you everything I think you yeah, kind of the, the, yeah <laughs> I was I was the underdog I was picked as the gopher <laughs> right right yes um, yes unfortunately <laughs> well but it's interesting because when you know Bronwyn tried to look into my finances and found out I own everything I say I own you can look at all the deeds to my houses you can look it all my cars are paid off. You can look at whatever you want as far as trying to prove my inconsistencies, but you're not going to find anything. So mm -hmm. it's just funny that I told her, look for it. And then when she did, she realized she was wrong. And and I understand and I forgive her. And I think it's it's important for people to understand that when you go through a high-profile divorce, not everything is what it seems. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Husbands all of a sudden are broke. You know, women are, you know, people are hiding things. There's assets being transferred into other people's names. I mean, you name it, I went through it. <laughs> right, right. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so my storyline was definitely inconsistent. And I think that them bringing up the cult and the history in my past was very hurtful. Um because Bronwyn had befriended my ex-husband and got a bunch of dirt and then used it against me. And so, you know, there's not a lot of dirt because my story is my story, but it's my story to tell, not hers. And so for me to come out and just say it on the show before she did was something that I knew I had to do because I knew it was coming. And 
I may be upset with her about that because and, and and you know how they produced it, but I think that if a dark situation in someone's life is going to come out like that, it may as well bend during the darkest situation situation that I've lived through in America and or in life, which is COVID. <laughs> so right. the season was relatively dark, and our storylines were extremely dark, and Bronwyn didn't make it any better. So unfortunately, it wasn't fun, you know hot housewives going out in glamorous gowns with limousines and helicopters and jets to Aspen. It was, you know, I'm a lesbian slash year got a cult going on and, you know, Kelly's a racist. <laughs> I was like, this is awful. This is like the worst thing ever. And they chose those storylines. So I think with a different year, I would have had a better time. Right, right. Now, okay, so that I think what you said kind of leads to my next question because obviously as viewers we saw you open up about everything that happened in you know with your childhood to Bronwyn um in Lake Arrowhead as you were on that trail and stuff but so what you're saying is the reason why you had to do that was because she kind of was about to put it out there and you wanted to put it out there before she did correct it was my understanding that she had um which I didn't know anything about this, by the way, to the very end. But apparently she Googled my ex-husband, got his number, and found out where he was, contacted him, and befriended him to get dirt on me. Wow. So, you know, my ex-husband uh, told me he had he had somebody that was very connected to me on the show, giving him all the information. So my lawyers kept sending me all these notifications of, of lawsuits for my ex-husband. And I couldn't figure out how they knew. And that, and then at the very end during the, the reunion, I found out Bronwyn had contacted him and had been contacting him this whole time. So she was actually not my friend. She was faking it the entire season to my, into my face. She was friends with my ex-husband. What a slime ball. <laughs> wow. That's, that was just oh the low gosh. of the low. I don't care how low you are. You do not contact someone's ex-husband that you're going through a major divorce. Be friend if you can have drama for a show to make yourself famous. That's just wrong. I would never hurt her family like that. And what she did to me was is unforgivable. Right. Oh, I completely agree. Um, so what she said, I know on the reunion, she ended up saying that she had a friend that uh, spent weekends with your ex-husband and stuff like that. Was that kind of all fabricated for the show? Uh, most of that was fabricated. It was her spending time. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Wow. That well, because, you know, my ex-husband loves famous people and she likes rich people. So <laughs> there are two peas in a pod. <laughs> they right. each other. <laughs> wow. so it doesn't matter. I don't, I, I'm done with the Brahmin bashing, but, you know, the fact that she completely tried to eat me alive and utilize my past, my history, my ex-husband and my situation for her fame, even a inkling of it is mm -hmm. a betrayal to no end. That's unforgivable. And t unless she apologizes to me for what she did, I, I just can't see myself ever being friends with her. So. Right now, because of what everything happened within the past few weeks with the show being re, you know, revamped and stuff like that. And she, and she was let go as well. Has she, reached out to you and said anything and, um, you know, tried no, to move forward at all. No, but she reached out to Kelly and I saw it blasted all over the internet. <laughs> I saw that. I did. And she's done, <laughs> and she's done a, um, she's done a lot of interviews talking about it and stuff like that. But yeah, I saw, I saw, um, 
what she said to Kelly. So, yeah, I think maybe she's trying to kind of move forward with some people in some way, but we'll see. Well, she's, she hasn't reached out to me, and, and if she wanted to apologize to me for what she did to me at the reunion, um, I would accept her apology because I'm one to forgive but not forget. Um, so, you know, we'll see. You know, I really, really like trying to be – become friends with her because I thought she could use a true friend. And I'm always a true friend. I'm always helping others. I'm always there for people. And I saw the pain in her eyes and she was not happy. She was definitely an alcoholic. And, you know, I've been through that with my sister and I look at her exactly like my sister. She reminded me I didn't Mm. have my, my sister. And so I had this, this piece of my heart that wanted to reach out and help her but realistically, the Housewives isn't about that. The Housewives is supposed to be fun. And, and, and like I said, girls drinking tequila and vodka, martinis, traveling, laughing, complaining, bitching, dating. Right. Husbands, you know, <laughs> it, this whole other side of it was so dark, darker than I thought that I'm just glad, you know, in my, my opinion, I think that they made the right choice. Obviously, you know, I'm not happy that I was fired, but... You know, I accept it because I think that as a network, you know, you're in for the, 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 the almighty dollar. And we as as housewives are rating. So if our numbers weren't right or weren't there or the political agenda was not exactly in, coinciding, then it was their choice to release us and go on with a whole new cast. And I completely understand. It's just very unfortunate for us, but fortunate for them. <laughs> right, right. Um, now. You know, this was a different experience because of COVID and stuff. But how was your experience while the show was airing? I mean, I know um, it's it's different because you couldn't have premiere parties and stuff like they would usually have. And but you know, a lot of stuff. You know, you can do a lot of stuff on social media now. How were fans and stuff to you while the show was airing? Was that a good experience for you or? You know, it's interesting. Um, everyone kept saying, how's fame treating you when we were filming? And no one even, I mean, I didn't really feel famous at all. I felt more petrified that I was going to walk out of my house and the peers that I have been living with in Orange County for 15 years were going to know about my history. I was petrified mm-hmm. they were going to judge me and they weren't going to be nice to me regarding having a dysfunctional past. I was concerned that I was going to be the broken soul that, you know, no one's going to invite out anywhere. And pleasantly enough, what ended up happening was I was filled with love from the audience, from people, from my neighbors, my peers. I mean, it was, it was amazing. It, It made me cry every day when somebody would want to give me a hug and I didn't want sympathy because frankly, I didn't even want this exposed, but when it was, I said, well, it's out there, so let's just handle it, right? But the love, the outpouring the love and the stories I heard from other people, other people that were in a similar situation or that have hidden a big secret that haven't been able to come out, you know, you know, related to me. And apparently I helped people and I didn't even realize it. So to me, it's been a blessing to know I've touched some hearts. And I, and that's all I can say about that. And it's been it's been interesting going out in public. <laughs> yes. Well, I think honestly, I mean, I know obviously, you know, we really didn't get to see everything, but I think your personality and stuff, what we've seen on the show, and you know, even now from social media, I think we get to see more. But 
I think you're very likable. You're very fun. And I think, you know, I enjoyed, I think, watching you this season because I think, you know, with all the darkness that surrounded the show this Thank past you. season, you were very fun and lighthearted. And, you know, I really enjoyed a lot of the season, I think, mostly because of you and a few of the other ladies. Thank but I you. Think if, if they didn't have you this past season, I don't, I don't know if I would have watched it, really. Because, you know, I was a little Thank anxious. Thank you. I, Let's keep talking. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, I, I do. I really no. do. And that's why I was um, excited to interview you. But, yeah, I think, unfortunately, with the COVID stuff, I really didn't want to sit and watch a show. You know, I, I was anxious. I'm glad they kind of tried to steer away from it as much as possible because I really didn't want to sit and watch, like, you know, the depressing, you know, parts about COVID and well, being stuck at home and that kind of thing. I was a little anxious about that, but. Well, and that's another thing that I was, I was going to bring up. They, people were already going through turmoil. People were dying everywhere. And now you're going to bring up all this negativity on a show. Okay, mm-hmm. so they're airing the show during COVID. And then, you know, right. it's being lifted a little bit, but not that much. And people are tired of being down and sad and then all of a sudden they air a show that's down and sad it's kind of like a double-edged sword like you're going to get it from both ends <laughs> right we needed some more uplifting fun we got through this but instead they um you know they they you know it, but they did the best they could i think the producers did an excellent job and I, they couldn't have done it any other way there was no storyline there was no other way to do it uh, because nobody really got to hang out with each other they did the best they could so you know this that's why i think they they said let's just do a revamp and reboot this whole thing so right right now at the reunion you seemed very comfortable i think you were very outspoken and um you know how did it feel filming the reunion as compared to the season itself Okay. Well, first off, um, we go into the reunion and Bronwyn has a serious attitude against all the ladies because apparently everyone, we're all mad at her. I was mad at her for other things and Kelly's mad at her. So all of us in our trailer kind of built up to this really weird backstage environment of Mm. anger. And I don't know if they planned on that or that's just what happened. But, you know, Bronwyn has this, you know, um, have you ever seen Ace Ventura when he has the tutu on and he kind of makes that funny face and his hair's all fucked up? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, well, that was Ron when she was walking out of her trailer. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I was like, oh, God, she is mad. <laughs> wow. And so, you know, going into this and then during the reunion, I get, um, because um, I had found out she had contacted, been contacting my ex. So I wasn't mm-hmm. even... I didn't even know until sitting in that room live with those women that she was in contact with my ex-husband the whole time we were filming and feeding him information about the show. And that's why I kept getting court orders. So Mm. she was the mole. And so when I found that out, that's when you see this anger come out of me because she fully admitted it. And then she tries to say, oh, a friend was hanging out with her ex. Well, it was her. And so mm-hmm. it was just really, really destroyed my calmness and my nerves. And then right in the middle of it, um, I get a, a cease and desist to talk on the show. That means she was texting him during filming. Oh, wow. So, you know, 
this woman is just evil. So I was like, so I couldn't figure out why in, while I'm sitting there, I'm getting messages from my lawyers, a cease and desist. Because wow. he, yeah. And so I, I was like, this is bullshit. So then I realized the mole was Bronwyn and I didn't know it the whole season. And I tried to befriend her. So mm-hmm. season two, I was going to, you know, my next season, I was going to let her have it, but then try and make up with her because I really think that she was trying to be famous and using me. And so I can forgive, but that was my reality of getting these lawyers after me during filming the finale. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I couldn't figure out what was going on and why. And then I figured it out once Bronwyn admitted it on the show. It was, wow. it was interesting. She kind of admitted it. She still fibs everything, but she kind of admitted part of part of the truth. Right, right. So um, I kind of left the season. It was amazing filming with the ladies, though. Actually, live and with Andy, I was so thrilled. I still have my orange. I froze it. <laughs> oh, so yes, I'm a yes. <laughs> No, but it, hey, it's, so it I was mean, great. Right, right, and. Yeah, like you said, you got to meet Andy in person because you didn't. That's the other thing I, I completely, I mean, I remember, but you didn't get to do Watch What Happens Live in person like most um, people do. I didn't get to know, do during, anything live. I didn't I even know. get to do my title shoot with anybody there. <laughs> so Aww. I really didn't even get to feel like a housewife, but I'm so bummed that I got fired. <laughs> I know. Oh, well, that happened. Right. Um. Now, in the, did the, you know, when they let you know about next season, did this happen really, like, it just came out, when was it, like, last week or the week before? Did they let you know around that time that everyone else found out? Um. Okay, so, no. Okay, I don't know when everyone found out theirs, but I found out I had gotten the next season a week before the announcement that I was fired. Mm, okay. So, I was told, congratulations, you got the next season. So I made major plans in that five-day period or whatever it was to make sure during the announcement on Wednesday or Thursday of the next following week that it was going to be exciting. So I got all excited. This is no joke, but I have a five-year contract with them. So it, you know, has to do with my vodka. You know, our lawyers negotiated it. I thought they would at least tell me they weren't going to have me on again and we would negotiate, figure it out. I didn't realize my contract meant that they can fire you at any time, right? So that was that was my bad. But then when they called me and said, you got it, and then the next week I get a call from my manager, sorry, they pulled your contract, and then they announced it that night that I got fired, I was in shock, like an utter, utter shock, <laughs> and doing damage control for my whole life because I had done so many things to – you know, we had been waiting around for a year you know, mm-hmm. after the season. And you, know, you think about it. They told us you can't travel. you got to be ready by this time. You can't go anywhere in July and June and July. You can't travel because of COVID. You know, you got to get tested. Then you have to have your vaccine. You know, they even called me asking me that if I had my vaccine a week before, too, that I had if wow. I could be vaccinated by July. So. It was just a shock to me, and and but that's how they do business, and and I have to accept it. There's nothing I can do about it. So, wow, yeah. okay, that's very odd. I did not realize they had said you got it. I think I remember 
because I obviously I follow all of the different, you know, Real Housewives accounts on Instagram and stuff. And I think you had posted something like a story or saying that you had, you know, there was going to be exciting news coming up. And I think people were saying, oh, Elizabeth is going to be back. She's kind of teasing that. So that's interesting. Now it kind of all makes sense. Well, yeah, it was a big time blow to, to my life. And imagine, you know, I have to talk to my partners and the Vargas Vodka, even though the vodka is going to go anyway. Right. Um, I still have to organize it. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I still have to organize uh, everything that, hold on, sorry, we have dogs and we have We Care Rescue oh. Ranch. <laughs> oh, you're fine. <laughs> dogs in the office right now. Okay. <laughs> um. So, you know, I still had to figure out, oh, wait a minute, you know, I had all these things going on and partnerships and things that were around, you know, I'd even talked to them regarding, you know, doing, obviously every, every woman that does housewives, if you don't have a product, you're doing it for no reason. If you're just doing it for fame, then that's really not a reason enough. You really have to have a product or have a business model because you're not going to make any money on the housewives. So right. it's kind of like, why are you doing it if you're not going to get paid? Well, <laughs> you know, you kind of. You figure you want to have fun, but also, you know, have a product or something. So, you know, I had plans for my product. So now I'm just doing damage control this week. And I think that I found a solution. So I am i don't sit around and, you know, cry over spilled milk, even if I do, you know, stay in bed for a few days and cry. <laughs> I get back up and I'm like, okay, how do I figure this life out now? <laughs> so right, it's, it's been right. a big transition. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Um, now, in the future, would you want to return if you were ever asked in any kind of capacity, like as a guest, as a friend, or as a housewife, in any kind of way, would you want to go back? Or as a network owner, or as a... Just kidding. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I would absolutely want to come back, just because I had, from what I experienced, it was still a good time. You know... I love being around. I loved making new girlfriends. I talked to Emily and Gina and Shannon and Kelly all right now. You know, I never mm-hmm. got to meet Tam or Vicky, but you know, I we're all a special breed to be housewives. And I would I I just like to be around those types of women. The little crazy, little nut nut jobs, but we all get along at the end of the day. And that's what was just starting to happen. And then COVID hit, and then we couldn't really get to know each other. And then we had to go to this horrific reunion, and then the show was over, and then I got fired. So, <laughs> Right, no right. Yes. Yeah. Um, now, what yeah. do you think of, you know, the people that are returning to the show? And I don't know if you see rumors and stuff like that about the new – possible new housewives and you know what are what is your thoughts about all of that I think and I know I'm probably going to get eaten alive for saying this but I think it's an excellent cast I think I think it's going to be a very good I I think that what's her name Nolan Noel Nora Noella Um, Noella yeah yeah, she's going to be just trouble for all the ladies. I mean, she stood up in a, what is it, a red lingerie outfit with stiletto heels and red, white, and blue socks. Yes. <laughs> that, that's not telling you guys what she is. I don't know what is, you know. And, right. And then, 
and then you got, you know, you've got, um, what's, uh, uh, what's Heather. Heather. Um, she's coming on and I, I need to watch her care, her, her personality because I haven't seen a show with her on it. Um, but apparently yes. she hates Kelly. Kelly hates her and she's like a open book with a big mouth. So I'm super excited to watch her. Um, and apparently they have real money. So that's kind of cool. You know, when people come in and they can afford themselves. Um, yes. <laughs> and then, <laughs> uh, the little, uh, and then I, you know, Shannon, Gina and, um, um, Emily, I'm getting tired. Um, Shannon, Gina and Emily, they all get along and they're sort of like bringing back the normalcy of the original show. So mm-hmm. I hope that Tamara comes on as a friend because I like to see her eat a couple of the girls alive because I didn't get a chance to watch that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, come on. She's pretty much TV gold. Uh, she is. She is. And I mean, you know, I don't know. I, I, I think it's going to be a, a good season. I think they're going to have fun with it. So. Yes. Yes. Okay. Now so we get to But talk I definitely about. wish I was on this season with this cast. Because this is a cast I can handle. <laughs> yes, I think that w- yeah, I think that would have been good. Um, um, now I I want to talk about what you have going on. So what you know, I know you have your vodka, and you know what else do you have? Any other exciting projects that you want to or that you can talk about, or anything exciting for you in the future? So obviously, before I even was on the show, I had We Care Rescue Ranch, which is a animal rescue. Uh, we decided instead of building a ranch that we were going to build a mobile spay and neuter and rescue facility for the animals and then rescue them and bring them to the current rescues that are already in business. And wow. the spay and neuter facility will be local uh, you know, hopefully city by city, but we'll have local uh, veterinarians who will donate their time and um, be able to stay in the facility. So people can, instead of it being $600 for a large female, it will be hopefully around 150 So it's going to be more affordable. I'd like to make it free. And if I raise enough money and I can do, you know, 20 or 30 or 60 a day, um, we can then eliminate the actual problem, which is overpopulation. And if we didn't have so many animals, you know, breeding all the time without, you know, dogs and cats and everything else, we could actually enjoy our pets and afford to spay and neuter them, then we can eliminate the actual problem of overpopulation. So that's my goal right now. Um, we just received our first funding from John Paul DeJoria and Eloise DeJoria, the Peace, Love, and Happiness Foundation. So okay. we are now currently... Off and running and certified as a 501c3 nonprofit. So anyway, oh, I just put up the website today. So you can go to congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Thank yes. you. Thank you. So that's exciting. And then obviously Vargas Vodka, a percentage of my vodka goes to feed the animals. That's why I did the vodka. I don't have to work again. I just do. And I can't sit around and do nothing. So I wanted to make a difference with my life. So I thought, what is everybody doing during COVID? Drinking. So right. how can I save the animals and make a lot of money? Sell them vodka. <laughs> yes. So um, a percentage of all the uh, proceeds go to uh, We Care Rescue Ranch, and for every bottle sold, I'm donating personally my own dollar to my own rescue. So it's pretty Aww. exciting. Plus, I'm financing the whole thing right now anyway. So it's, But I'm yes. you know, keep donating. 
myself. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so that's all I got no, going on. I'm single, ready to mingle, looking for a, uh, I'd like a six foot five, tall, dark, and handsome, or blonde, one or the other. <laughs> Maybe a Viking. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. And I saw on your social media, I know you were asking people about upcoming content, like what people are kind of looking for with yes. content. Are you going to be doing, doing stuff with that? Yes. <laughs> So I ended up, obviously, I'm a doer, and and I, you know, once I got, the day I got fired, I had to call my partners, and I ended up, I know some people that are pretty high up, and there's a lot of mergers and acquisitions going on with some networks, and there is a large uh, budget for content that's being distributed on streaming services, et cetera. So I happen to know a couple of the network uh, provider executives, and I might have an opportunity to bring some content out of the OC or out of every city like the Housewives. So we will see how that works. <laughs> and then oh, I can't get fired from my own show, see? <laughs> right. That's exciting. And I think that'd be something <laughs> please different. Please fire me. Nope. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, no, I'm glad. That's good. Yeah. So I wanted yeah. to uh, mention to your audience to please go on my Instagram onto the homepage. And my last post has a request for any types of shows that you want to see come out of your city. And I'm going to be taking all of those. I'm going to be putting them together and I'm going to try and create something that really works for the audience and what they want to see. And then we'll go from there and see if the network likes it and we'll just keep going. Right. That's, oh, that's exciting. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Um, well, and then yeah. I can advertise my vodka and my week care on my own, my own show. So, right. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, now, is there anything that you want fans to know about you um, that they never got to see on the show or that they probably don't know about you? Any kind of fun facts or anything? Um, that they didn't get to know fun facts. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> I like to skydive. I like to swim with sharks. And... <laughs> I like to travel, and this is like a dating site. I like warm walks on the beach. <laughs> right. Um, fun <laughs> I, uh, you know, I just like chilling out on my beach house and saying hi to people going by, and really kind of. I, I don't really have. I mean, I golf. But I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I just love animals. I think everyone should know that animals were put here to to love us unconditionally and I think we need to love them back and give them an environment that's um, resourceful that they can live in you know happily ever after so that's what I want people to know okay now my last question is um do now that you've been on you know Orange County and stuff do you watch any of the other housewives shows or anything on Bravo well here's the funny part so when I was t told I had the show, I actually started watching New York and and Beverly Hills again, so that um, so that I could be caught up with the daily news, and because uh, I guess they revamped New York too. Um, mm -hmm. right. But I, I've been watching that, and then I watched a couple shows of Below Below Deck. Isn't that Bravo? That's Bravo. Yeah, Below um, Deck. Uh huh. Yeah, below deck, but I used to have a yacht, and it's nothing like that. <laughs> it's kind of like, I, it's good, it's kind of like that, but if my staff was ever like that, I'd be like, wait a minute. <laughs> Everyone's fine, right. let's move on. Um, so it's hard <laughs> right. to watch that show, because 
<laughs> you're kind of like, really? You're really going to talk to the guests that way? Um, and so uh, I was watching that. And then there was another one. Um, I guess there's a couple of them. I, I generally don't watch TV. So uh, I should probably start to answer your question. <laughs> oh, no, you're fine. No, I was just curious because I think um, – I can't remember. I thought I saw someone or something posted that you really liked Beverly Hills or that you were excited for the new season of Beverly Hills or something. So I was just curious. Because I I just started watching it and I love the Beverly Hills ladies. I love them. I don't care what anyone says. They are, they're just funny. And the whole, um, uh, not Dorit. What's the other one that's in trouble with the law with her husband? Um, Oh, Erica. Erica. So her story with her husband is, I believe her 100% that she did not know what her husband was doing. I uh-huh. don't believe that she didn't take some of this money and move it somewhere else to support herself. Okay. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. I do believe that the guilt of what her husband did is going to eat her heart alive. And that eventually she will probably come out and help the victims because I dealt with a similar situation of somebody taking advantage of other people's money and spending it on themselves. And mm-hmm. I, I believe she didn't know. So it's, her story is intriguing to me because I truly honestly believe everything she's saying. <laughs> right. Wow. Okay. Well, that's good. I'm glad that you're, um, you know, kind of, you know, you're seeing her on the show and that that's good. I'm glad. Um, if but, I could be on Beverly Hills, I would totally move up there just to be on the show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, I think, I mean, it's it's produced by the same production company and stuff, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah so, hey, mm-hmm. you never know. You never know. Um, Beverly Hills as long as different. I don't end up on bots, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> right, Heather De- right. Heather DeBrow's husband's show. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Well, oh, my gosh. Thank you so so much for doing this. I love talking to you and it was truly an honor. Thank you guys so much for listening to my interview with Elizabeth Lynn Vargas from the Real Housewives of Orange County on Bravo. If you want more reality talk, please follow our social media on Instagram. It's at reality talk podcast, or you can follow my personal social media. It's at Jackson Seth 35. And I have some like other big news for the podcast. So instead of an episode coming out every Thursday, episodes will now be coming out every Friday. It was just a little bit easier for me to make sure content comes out every week. And I, I thought Friday was a good day because, hey, everyone loves Fridays, right? <laughs> That's my favorite day of the week. So um, new episodes will be coming out every Friday. So um, stay tuned for a lot of cool new interviews, um, especially with fans of um, some Bravo shows. So I'm super excited. But again, thank you guys so, so much. I love you all. And thank you for the support. It truly means the world to me. And I'll see you guys next week.